Lowe's Theatres welcomes you to the exciting world of the movies. Smoking is not permitted in this auditorium. It's the law. Certificates are available at the box office. Thanks for helping us keep the theater clean. As you exit the auditorium, please deposit litter in trash receptacles in the lobby. Please be considerate and don't talk during the show. And we are back, JB's Driving Podcast. Hope everybody had a wonderful Independence Day week, uh, since we are nearing the end of uh, Independence Day week when this is released. Uh, Paul and Tom here, as always. And it's also the beginning of our month-long celebration of sci-fi movies. Sci-Fi July. Yes, so we have a we have a, a a wonderful buffet of movies coming up for you on Sci-Fi July. Uh, the first we're viewing today is the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, '90s classic, uh, the last of the triumvirate of movies um, that I associate Schwarzenegger with mostly, and that would be Total Recall. Total Recall, not the Colin Farrell one. Haven't seen that one, but I understand it's really bad. Whatever. PG thirteen, so how good could it really be? What the, the the Colin Farrell one? Yeah. Oh. Well, this one was almost rated R. I mean, this uh, one was almost rated, rated X. X. I'm sorry, X. They Be- had to cut some of shit. Cut some shit from it. Yes, exactly, exactly. So. Because uh, it is violent. It is pretty damn violent. Ultra violence. Ultraviolet, yes. Absolutely. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, first off, thank you for the uh, the listens the past couple weeks. Uh, we we are, are really hitting a high point with uh, the listens. I hope you like some ASRM. You're welcome. AS- <laughs> what is it? ASMR? ASMR. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, it's that sound effect bullshit that yes. people actually sit there and listen to hours on end. I'm just... Uh, Fat woman sitting on pie. <laughs> it kind of sounds like you haven't had coffee yet. <laughs> Welcome to JB's podcast. I'm drinking my coffee right now. Where I'll be revved it? up in about 15 minutes. We're Good. Excited to see you. <laughs> oh, thanks what for listening. What the fuck was the uh, what was the last movie we did? Oh, we're gonna get to that. Uh, we're gonna get to right now, actually. Uh, besides thanking everybody for listening, last movie we covered was a Batman. Oh, okay. That was our Independence Day weekend uh, uh, movie. Did we really cover it, though? Uh, I, I, don't, I think we talked about everything except for the goddamn movie. We actually did cover it. We, we, <laughs> talk, <laughs> we talked about the actors in it. We talked about what makes it a great movie. Uh, we, we everything. Talked about, I mean, we, we... Except for hanging upside down. Yes. Yeah, that's the right. No, but it cost them half a goddamn point. It did. Well, hanging upside yeah. down. That was it, though. Instead of banging her in the ass one more time, you know, like bats do. Bats do, yeah, <laughs> do it, batty style. So yeah, we did. Uh, when we did cover that, that was a that was actually a very uh, good episode. Uh, unlike, um, you know, we didn't really cover Willow, and that was a great episode too. <laughs> in, a, in a different way. <laughs> in a different way, it was a great episode. I, I I went back and listened to it as I do with all the episodes, and I couldn't stop laughing. Along with the, uh, well, there's actually good half of our listens. Since you brought up Willow, <laughs> I, I know that yeah. I, I really wanted to learn about Midget Town to find out because <laughs> I, I was when I was watching that movie, and I told you this right before we went on the air. Yes, the first time you see Willow's wife, you know it's it's not bad. She looks kind of attractive, and then you see her again later on. I, maybe it was because of the haircut. I have no idea. But she is not attractive. Yeah, you said, you know, man, you thought. But she... that has come to fruition this week, because I found myself a super hot midget. Who? She's in Total Recall, baby. Oh, her, her. <laughs> she she her. gave me a mini. Oh. 
little short stack. Yep. Oh man. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, that Willow was was a. Uh, it was a show. It was a show. It, was it wasn't a, great a show. bad show. Oh, for us, no, no. The last few weeks have been very good for us. The Loki episode was good too. Yeah, I'll give you a quick update on Loki. Yeah, I haven't watched. Nothing's it really happened. <laughs> it's just it's just boring shit. They're I, just hanging out and talking to each other. That's great. Uh, Loki, you know, Loki's dead, but he's not dead. You don't have to worry about because he died in the first episode, but then he's not dead. And then they killed a bunch of other Lokis, and then they killed the main star of the show. But then, of course, he's not dead. So wh- this is just—it's uh, mind fuckery at its worst. Ooh, are the diversity police still there? Because that's the most important thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, but at least now you know that the diversity police are bad guys. Oh, really? Yes, they are bad. Are we supposed to sympathize with them, or are they really bad guys? Uh, at this point, you know that they're bad guys, but you don't know who's behind it. Okay. The the theory online is that it's Kang the Conqueror. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're, they're supposedly bringing him in as part of the, uh, you know, f- phase five, like, super baddie no. group. I, I think it's supposed to be a group of yeah. baddies this time. I as as we said in the Batman episode, I I think my our time with m- superhero movies is coming to a quick close. Well, I think the diversification of those movies is the only thing that's kind of keeping them relevant at this point. It has to be. It New Mutant be. was a horror movie. It stunk. It wasn't good, but at least it was different. Uh, you know, you have Deadpool, which is you know. Not going to lose in popularity anytime soon. I mean, anytime no. you have like a wisecracking asshole. The the biggest issue I'm having right now is the claim is She-Hawk will be the MCU's female version of Deadpool. But how is that even going to work when I thought it was releasing as a series on Disney Plus? So how the fuck are they going to do an R-rated what? series on Disney Plus? It's not going to work. That's just what I've heard. They, that What I've read online is that Kevin Feige and a couple other people are, are making notions to She-Hulk being the female version of Deadpool, oh. meaning oh. Like the wisecracking, you know. That's great. Which is fine. Mm. I mean, She-Hulk is not like a serious, like, hero. No. And she was a, she was a fucking... She was always, like, had humor yeah. in, in her comedy, but the good writing, so first off, good writing, though, is always going to trump anything else, but they don't want to do that. They want to make because there was a what versions of She-Hulk out there that are very butch, like it's a man, it's a man, man, <laughs> and and but it's like She-Hulk if you get my drift. Mm-hmm. But back in the what late '80s, early '90s, they she was tucking. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> well, back at, she was actually a woman, <laughs> and so if they do that with the wisecrack, that could succeed if it's right. well written. But if they do Butch Hulk and they try to make her funny, sort of like they tried to make the new Ghostbusters funny. That's not going to work. Yeah, but I, I think they've done pretty well so far. Now, of course, the biggest test coming up is uh, Miss Marvel, which is the a, a show that really didn't need to be made, and it's simply being made to placate to... Muslims. No. It, it, it's placating more to this, uh, this blue hair crowd. The, you know, the, the, the neo-feminists. Is it? I yes. thought it, it was. They're doing it because she's Muslim. Well, she's mm-hmm. Muslim, and but I don't know that that's she's un, she's not in fit shape either. <clears throat> she's tubby. Well, I've seen the. It's just a little girl. She's tubby though. She's got baby fat, dude. I mean, it's you know, I mean, by the same regards, your daughter's tubby. That's that's not. <laughs> Paul, there's just no excuse. I'm just <laughs> saying, it's it's just... baby fat. It's not. She's not. But she's not that young. She's she. I think she's only fourteen. She's like 13, 14. Hey, look, as, like as she, long as it's well-written, which I know it's not going to be. That's really what that's, I'm getting at, because it's going to be a very girl power-esque type, when you have, you know, neo-feminist. When like, you have a far-left agenda, the, the writing goes out the window. Now, I, I mean, I'm, that's what I'm walking it into. So, honestly, all they can do is please me, because I've already decided it's going to be a pile of shit. Mm-hmm. So, they, they only got one direction to go on that one. So... It could be a plus. I can tell you right now, I was excited for Loki, and Loki is just boring as fuck. 
you know, they're they could have made that so much better. It did. It did work to you. Know, I think that you know when we came into it, we really had this you know communist viewpoint of the TVA. So the fact that suddenly the TVA is the bad guys that are trying to keep everybody in line and keep everybody to, it's kind of like a, a unintentional, because I'm sure it's not intentional, but an unintentional shot of socialism and communism. They don't even fucking understand that because they're too fucking stupid. But that's why, that's my, kind of my point, because the people who are, who are out there who, who think that the TVA is necessary, that, that their worldview lines up with them, they don't realize that they're the bad guys. That's why there's that meme out there, you know, are we the baddies? Yes, you are. <laughs> but she, but they have. But You've the show has been the baddies. The showrunners themselves have to know because they've made them into the bad guys. I mean, I they're they're definitely they've killed off Owen Wilson. You can't you can't kill off the nicest guy in a world. You know, even though he's deformed, and thank God I don't have to look at him for the next six episodes. <laughs> you mean they killed off the other the the only other who white male lead? Oh, yeah. I don't care. Oh no. I don't care. At least I don't have to look at him. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't find him. Yes, I don't find in him one, that bad. As in you one do. episode, they killed off both male, white male leads. Okay, <laughs> in one episode, they did that. Oh, that's. But but once again, I'm surprised Loki, we didn't have a parade. It, you, know, you get to a post 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 credit scene, and Loki's not really dead. He's with a bunch of other, you know, Loki. Not really line. dead. Oh, okay. No, no, there are there are a bunch of different Lokis. One's like an eighty year old man. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, dude. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. Uh. <laughs> Look at the shoes. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at a picture of uh, Miss Marvel in her costume outfit, whatever superhero outfit. Well, she's gotta keep the kid part of it, so she has her her chucks on. Yeah, <laughs> which are very large shoes because she's tubby. <laughs> it's baby fat, dude. Come on. It's a it, what? What's that? Uh, what's the uh, the one female model that's out there? I can't think of her goddamn. She's name. she's nineteen. Oh, is she that? Actually, old? we don't even know how old she is. She's, is she she was either born so. in two thousand one or two thousand two. They did not show where she was born. How do you not want to know when someone was born? I thought they said she was only fourteen. No, they she's. Were, but she's, maybe that was a while ago when they were going through the. Uh, no, because I know they're already having problems with her. Yeah, they said they don't. They're not really impressed with her because they only cast her because of she. She was, you know, Muslim and all that Pakistani. They're saying that like they're, they're Marvel is really unimpressed with her. She hasn't had like any prior like big Hollywood experience at all either. Yeah, well, perhaps, <laughs> that, perhaps that, well, that's what happens when you check boxes. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, you checked all the right boxes. Getting getting here. What, what, well, what do you mean she can't do the job? Okay, first <laughs> off. Oh, my gosh. I'm so She's surprised. a Pakistani-born Muslim superhero. So to get a Pakistani-born Muslim to play the role is not that big of a deal. When you start putting a black man to play Kal-El, then you have a problem. And that's the problem I have. Yeah. Superman. If right. you don't know who Kal-El is, you're right. looking at me like I have six fucking heads. You do. Anyway, should we, get, we should start talking about Total Recall. Should we? <laughs> this is our preamble. It's preamble. <laughs> uh, so uh, make sure to go follow us, leave us some reviews on SoundCloud, by the way. Really appreciate that, if you would do that. Uh, one more thing before oh, we jump Here we on. go. Go it's ahead. Only, it's going to get to five seconds. All right. Do not watch America, the true story, or the unreal bullshit story on Netflix right now. Oh really? It's a cartoon. It's oh. it's got all the same assholes that do um, the league. Okay. And it's okay. got uh, the 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 one meathead guy who's in GI Joe, the okay. first GI Joe. So what don't you like about it? Every fucking dude. I I didn't last more than fifteen minutes. It is stupid as fuck. It starts out George Washington and his best friend Abe Lincoln. <laughs> are at the Ford Theater, which is actually the Ford emblem over the theater. <laughs> what? And uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 B.A. Uh, the one that stabs them all in the back. Benedict Arnold. Benedict Arnold. I could, I could fucking thought for a second. Benedict Arnold comes in, turns into a werewolf, and then rips out our, uh, Abraham Lincoln's throat while George Washington is watching a play of what is the red, white, and blue group, which is essentially the blue man group with, you know, but there's a red one and a white one. 
It is stupid as fuck. And then he and, and he's a party guy who picks up uh picks up uh, his wife right afterwards and bangs the shit out of her and then decides that he's going to start a revolution and goes around and starts picking up Sam Adams who is of course the guy who creates the beer <laughs> and uh, is in a fraternity. Oh jeez, it, it's so fucking dumb, dude. Yeah, they're probably teaching in school these days. It's probably not that far off because it literally says at the beginning, based on actual events. There's, no, there's, <laughs> I didn't see an actual event. In t- the fucking thing starts with them signing the Declaration of Independence and the British coming in and killing everyone in the room. Led by Benedict Arnold, it's 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 bizarre. It doesn't make sense because Ben. Well, the script is based on actual English. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It it, is okay, stupid don't watch shit. that, kids. Stupid. Um, <laughs> let's see other other preamble thing sponsored by Duckpin. Brian will be joining us for our Starship Troopers episode. So will Craig. They wanted to both join us for that episode. So we'll have five people here. Yeah, now I gotta go buy more fucking microphones. This is bullshit. That's all right. It's we got all right. Uh, we got this one. Does this one work? I can I can produce. They can they they don't get they can switch high microphones chairs, though. They they, they just gotta they have stand to sit there. on like small chairs. We gotta get them like those uh, small chairs that sit real close to the ground. Because <laughs> we're sitting at a high table. We got some of those upstairs, right? <laughs> Adirondack chairs. <laughs> Over they get, there. And they got to wear fucking signs around their necks that says, to be seen but not heard. <laughs> and this week at the kids' table, we have. <laughs> so they'll be joining us for that. Eat your fucking spinach before you're allowed to talk on the show. There you go. I, I see green beans. There you green go. Beans. <laughs> Anything else that we cover? No. No. I think it's total recall. Get on sci fi July. Here we go, kids. Get 10 minutes with a memory finally. implant. Fuck yeah. <laughs> So, as you know, Total Recall is the 1990 American science fiction film directed by Paul Verhoeven, uh, who was there at Arnold Schwarzenegger's behest. It also stars Sharon Stone, Ronnie Cox, Michael Ironside, and Rachel Ticketon. Now, now, this is the second Philip K. Dick movie that we've covered. Yep. I was going to get into that. Go for it, buddy. Can, well, you already know the first. I know it, so I'll let Tom <laughs> take a guess. Take a guess what the Do you remember the the first Philip K. Dick movie that we've covered on this? Oh, what was it called? It was Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What was uh crap? What was it? It was based on the Golden Man. The Golden, yeah. I can't remember the movie. It was Nick Cage was Nick Cage in it, and we <laughs> and we, like he is in everything. But there was many Nick Cages. <laughs> yes, there were. <laughs> Which makes it even better. I can't remember the movie. What was the that? Hair? The hair? The hair? Yeah. No, no, no. What was that movie called? The fake hair. The fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Christopher Walken hair. <laughs> what's her name was in it, and, and we lamented that we didn't get to see her naked. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What uh, was her name? That was a damn shame. Do you guys remember the name of the movie? Because you're not saying Yes, of course yes. we know the name of the movie. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Tom gives up, so we're going to let you know it's next. <laughs> and now it's like it was on the tip of your tongue, too. So, yeah, this is the second um, Philip K. Dick, well, inspired movie. Total Recall being inspired by We Can Remember It For You Wholesale. Yeah, that's a weird title, dude. It's like, you know, when he wrote his novels, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> well, a couple other movies that were based on his shit was uh, Skinner Darkly. Mm-hmm. A Skinner Darkly, yes. Yeah, that, they had that version with uh, Keanu Reeves where it was like half cartoon. Yeah. Right? Yes. And then uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which was basis of Blade Runner. Yeah, which was one of the movies that I was considering <laughs> yeah, for, for the fourth. Yeah, for this Sci-Fi July. And then, yeah. of course, uh, Minority Report and Paycheck. Paycheck. That was a pretty decent movie. That was Ben Affleck. Hmm. You know, some of these movie titles reminds me of why we don't name <laughs> songs after the first stanza. <laughs> 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 so... Uh, this movie released June 1st, 1990, mm-hmm. opened to $25.5 million for first of the week, totaled out at $119.4 million, which was sixth for the year. The year. And worldwide, it got $261.3 million. Mm. Uh, it did not open against anything, but in the movies that week was Back to the Future Part 3, Bird on a Wire, Pretty Woman, Cadillac Man, Freebird, or sorry, Firebirds. Uh, TMA, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 
The Hunt for Red October, Tales from the Dark Side, and Joe vs. the Volcano. Joe vs. the Volcano. That was, I think that was the movie that really started Tom Hanks on the downward slope. Yeah. You know, because I really enjoyed almost everything Tom Hanks put out before that, except for, what was it, Swords and Sorcerers, his very first movie, which was this D&D one where the guy got sucked into the game. Well, he didn't get sucked into the game. He just started believing that the game was real, and he ended up in an insane asylum at the end. <clears throat> it's his first movie. It, he did that even before he did the, um, uh, all, not All in the Family. What's it? Family Ties. Family Ties. Where he played Uncle, Uncle I Kip. I don't remember that not one. Not Uncle Kip. I Uncle don't re- something. Uncle Nick? I don't know. The Drunk Uncle. I don't remember. You don't remember him as the Drunk Uncle? No. And Do you remember Bosom Buddies? I that do. that was my favorite Bosom fucking Buddies. show for the longest time. Yes. I yeah. love that show. Tom Hanks and the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Peter Wham. Scolari, for God's sake. It's like Wham, George Michael, and the other guy. The guy, <laughs> the guy that's 20 years it's later. always the other guy. Was still <laughs> clamming on for roles. That's why he ended up in uh, Tom Hanks' first made movie, which was uh, the Playtunes one. Uh, the, the, that thing you do? Or the thing, oh. <laughs> with the wonders? No. The O-Neaters. <laughs> See, that's why Michael McDonald went out on his own, because he was tired of being the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. 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 Yeah, and, and he boy, got big, he didn't he? Such a long way to go. But. He was in every. He's in, uh, if you listen to Yacht Rock Radio, he's the background singer in, in every, every fucking, fucking song. <laughs> and we're not exaggerating. He really is. You'd be listening to Tina Turner he's in there. Every goddamn group, every song. <laughs> he either wrote it or he's singing backup. Yellow beater. What part of Am I listening to this song again? That's a different song. What? <laughs> Ride like the wind. <laughs> he's back there. Run like the run like the wind. Run. <laughs> Is that Michael McDonald? <laughs> it's every song. I think he was in the Transformers theme song as well. <laughs> it's like he lived in a car for 15 years and just did background vocals. And now he's like living large because he saved all this money. So, <laughs> yeah. like you were saying earlier, uh, Arnold really wanted to bring in. Uh, Verhoeven? Verhoeven, yeah. I he can't say his name. Well, he wasn't even... Um, <clears throat> it's funny how that works. He called the shots. Um, he had to say, like, when Arnold was finally brought on board, he wasn't the first the first uh, Director, choice. no, but he wasn't even... Arnold wasn't even yeah. the first choice for the role. Exactly. They thought that... Um, they wanted Richard Dreyfus. Uh, Richard Dreyfus. Could you imagine Richard Dreyfus? You know, <laughs> Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> what? <laughs> what about What about Bob? And, of course, Jaws. It, uh, I mean, because they were saying, well, he was an accountant in the book. Mm-hmm. And they wanted, and the original screenplay was a lot closer to the short story than, mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. the end result. On result, which took like 40 revisions or something like that. They, they, <laughs> they, it, didn't, it took like almost a decade or over a decade for them to finally. Yeah, the like, original one was 76, I think, or 78. Yeah. I don't know. It was really close to when Jaws came out. Yes. So Dreyfus in the 70s. A little more believable, not much, but, you know, he did do uh, Close Encounters and mm-hmm. Jaws. Jaws, but I don't, I can't see I him. still can't see. They, they couldn't have done this movie in the 70s. No. I mean, they barely did it justice in the in 1990. We, and we see what happens when they try to do movies in a certain time frame that just doesn't work out, which will be next week's movie. So, Sorry. I mean, beyond that, I mean, him just... They were starting to use CGI in this movie. This is one of the yeah. fir- earlier ones used in CGI. Better than Willow's Morphing. And when they did it, they ran into so many problems that they ended up going back and having to put it in, you know, draw it in as a, like a cartoon because mm-hmm. they couldn't get the shit to work the way they went. Because a perfect example of that is the scene where he's walking through uh, the scanner. So there's a scene mm-hmm. where he walks through the scanner to make – everybody walks through the scanner to make sure they're not wearing – you know, have any weapons of any kind. And when he's still, walking still through, waiting for those scanners at the airport. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, instead of the st- well, the strip search. I, I didn't mind the strip search, but it was the anal probing that really fucking got to me, dude. I was just like, this is a bit much. Why are you sticking the butter? Out? I didn't say to stop, <laughs> but this is a bit much. This this is a bit much. Come on, come on. It's up there. You'll find it if you look look hard enough. 
<laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so, you know, the scanner that they walked through, and they originally tried to do it with a CGI. They couldn't get it to work right, so they ended up having to go back and do it uh, more of a uh, colorization, like an, uh, a drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell that it's kind of a, like, it's a step up from what Disney was doing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the drawings, but it was definitely a drawing. So how long do you plan to stay on Mars? Two weeks. Have you brought any fruits or vegetables onto the planet? Two weeks. Excuse me? Two weeks. Two weeks. It's not just graffiti. The rebels took over the refinery last night. No turbidium is going out, and it gets worse. The So, uh, this, that was the scene you're talking about. No, actually it wasn't. Because that scene, the scene I was talking about was way early when he was on Earth. And he oh, was I'm sorry. I, to I, the thing. I the thought scene, you were thinking about... This scene in particular, though, is one of the two scenes that pretty much everybody remembers yes. in this movie. Okay, yes. There's, there's one of... You know, some sorry. people do carry on with the, really the very end. No, no, it's cool. Because it, it leads us right into our next piece, which is, you know, you have this scene, mm-hmm. and then, of course, you have the uh, the woman in the... what's What's the bar called? The oh, something oh, end. Oh, oh. I can't even think of the name of the bar. It doesn't matter, but it's basically where all the uh, rebels are yes. hanging out, oh. and the woman comes out with the three tits. Yes. So th- that, that everybody, now that is the most memorable scene in this movie. Everybody remembers Every that mo- scene. Everybody remembers the three tits. Uh, the, the, the three tits. The, the three-breasted hooker Mary was originally supposed to have four breasts, but the producer thought it looked too much like a cow's breast. <laughs> Because I guess it was going to be two on top and two on the bottom. <laughs> and then um, the actress who played Mary, Lucia Knopf, mm-hmm. says she found the experience of playing Mary quite humiliating as if she exposed her real breast. As if she exposed her real be- breast. Uh, she says that her smile on screen was only on the surface and she has she was near tears during the shoot. She found the whole thing so degrading that she refused to do any publicity for the movie, even turning down a shot on The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. But the character became so popular that they brought her back with a new actress for Total Recall 2012. It's it's so ridiculous. It's the only thing that anybody will ever remember this woman for. Yes. They weren't her tits. They weren't even her tits. And if it was like a one-off where she comes down and shows her tits and that was it, I guess I could see how it was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. She does it three different times in the movie. There's three separate yeah, scenes. So. And there's a scene where Benny, the piece of shit, is fucking <laughs> with the tits Finally. for like a good four minutes. It's like, I don't think you were embarrassed. <laughs> I don't think, no, you I were think not embarrassed. I think you want your Me Too moment yeah. retroactively, but yes. I don't mm-hmm. think you were embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, you want your Me Too movement retroactively. I am not. Re- I am no relevance whatsoever in today's society, mm-hmm. so let me talk about how <laughs> sticking fake breasts out in the world <laughs> while other women were actually putting out real nudity, but I, it's my Me Too moment. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I, I chose to do this, but in retrospect, it was rape. <laughs> <laughs> It was rape. So, (laughs) I was saying yes on the outside, but no on the inside. (laughs) But those are the only. But those are the two moments that really the the woman with two weeks. Everybody remembers two weeks. Everybody remembers two weeks. Sorry, I jumped the gun on that. Two weeks. (laughs) The three tits, and of course, Quaid. Quaid coming out of the the stomach. Coming out of the stomach. Yeah, his 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 the the, the real one. I mean, sorry, not Quato. Oh, you mean Quato? Quato, Quato. Sorry, okay. Quato. His the stomach scene. I mean, that's classic. It's even in the South Park. Yeah, you you're. It's everywhere. A lot of people know of Quato from something else. Quato. <laughs> Quato. 
from something else. <laughs> Looks like a little fucking one of those things, a T Rex. I like how they all follow him too. Like they like he knows what he's talking. The guy growing out the guy knows what he's talking about. He should be the leader. The best part. Okay, so we we since you wanted to bring up Kawato, <laughs> let's talk about the facial the, the the faces in this movie. Okay, and I'm not talking about the real faces. I mean, you know, you could talk about how hot Sharon Stone is, and we yes. will spend a considerable <laughs> amount of time talking about She's that. Very hot. And her followed up Playboy, which, by yeah. the way, I would suggest go online, put in Sharon Stone Playboy. It's definitely worth the minute or two. Um, well, depending on your current activities. The um, <laughs> so, but the facial, the the fake faces, okay, the mm-hmm. the makeup faces. Mm-hmm. So you have several scenes where you have Arnold Schwarzenegger, where he's got, where they've got like a fake, you know, prosthetic face, mm-hmm. um, and essentially. <coughs> I've seen it. I've spent many, 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 many minutes researching for this movie. Approximately 15 minutes. <laughs> Approximately. And then I had to shower. <laughs> anyway. So the prosthetic faces in this movie yes. are, I don't want to say they're awful, but they're so obvious, <laughs> okay? Because you have the first time you really see it, you see it at the very beginning of the movie, okay? You have the dream sequence where he's on, he's on there, and you you first start seeing him like losing it because he's on, <laughs> on Mars, and his eyes start to pop. And of course, that happens again at the very end of the movie, <clears throat> which is awesome. I mean, it, it's yeah. just like it's a cool concept. They couldn't do it if they did it in CGI. I think it would it would probably look better, but it wasn't like it was bad. It was just obviously not real, if that makes sense. So you have this scene where the two weeks lady comes in, and they and she takes all. He pushes a button, and the head comes off, yeah. and you can see his two face weeks. back there is obviously a fake yeah. head. Yes. You can see uh, when he's pulling the damn thing out of his nose how fake that looks. Mm. So there are so many scenes in this movie where they're using prosthetic faces or prosthetic heads or whatever, mm-hmm. and they are so obviously dummy heads mm-hmm. that it's a little off-putting. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, the realism in some of the other scenes is brutal. I mean, mm-hmm. the shooting scenes, now, now granted, and, and this is something that's going to come up next week when we talk about Stargate. We're going to have to spend some time on Stargate talking about reloading guns. Because what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Holy shit. So a lot to talk about Stargate. Yeah. But before we get to that, uh, you have a lot of these scenes in this movie where they are just, they're shooting people, just, you know, torturing people, fucking taking away their air. They mm. did such a good job mm-hmm. with all of that, mm-hmm. and it made it look so realistic. Because mm-hmm. initially they said the, the original scene where they were turning off the air in that second. That was great. It, and, and they were all kind of like dying on the ground. Yeah. They have no air. Sweating. And initially they said they were going to have them all react sort of the way they have Switchenegger react. Mm. The head bubbling head with the yeah and 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 of course uh, Cohagen, um, which is played by Ronnie Cox. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I tell you Ronnie Cox recorded my um, Bumble account? I, I got a profile on Bumble. I just started one because uh-huh. I you know I everybody's been getting on my shit about dating. Okay. And um, so what I did was I'm actually friends with Ronnie Cox. Like in you, real life? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been dead for four years, but <laughs> we still hang out. <laughs> that's awesome. And um, that's the Ouija board you got. For, yeah, uh, your first yes. damn. So what I awesome. did was instead of just like I wanted to stand out on Bumble, uh, you did. okay, and I really wanted to get out there exactly what I was looking Lady, for. In a ladies, woman. ladies, just to let you know, this is a not so subtle hint. Yeah, I'm Paul, on the market. Paul baby. is on the market. Paul is on Bumble. So I am on Bumble. You have to look for if, me if you want to date a podcast star. <laughs> 
podcast. If you want to date a podcast star, Paul is on Bumble. So anyway, I instead of doing the normal shit where you go through and answer all the questions, I skipped all that. Yeah, just don't need to, don't no not need just. I just put up a picture of me and Ronnie standing next to each other holding hands. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, hand over shoulder. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Not holding hands. I mean, he was grabbing my ass. But no, that would be for last month, else, though. Okay? That was last month. It's... And I sat there and I said, Ronnie, can you do me this favor? Can you record this for me? Because this is what I really want to get out there for my profile. And this is what I had him record and put on my We're having account. you fixed. You're going to be respectful, compliant, and appreciative. The way a woman should be. So you had. You had... Yeah, Ronnie he recorded that for me. So uh, so far, no hits on the Bumble no account. Hits. But I don't. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna pick up. I think you need to go through. You might have to bite the bullet and put some of your preferences on there. Uh, I'm not sure. If that's you might lie and say you're uh, related to him. <laughs> you got some money. Yeah, that I have money. <laughs> I'm just looking for for a woman who's respectful, <laughs> obedient, <laughs> know her place, <laughs> which is in the kitchen, baby. Anyway, back from the misogyny. Ronnie Cox is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker stopped taking my calls four years ago. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. I mean, Tom. God Whatever. Damn it. Anyway, so. Uh, where do, I forget where the hell we are in this movie. What is, what is, We're all over the place. It, that's okay. That's okay. But to me, this movie, when I think of Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. you know, there are three movies that were made around the same time that I that triumphant. <laughs> Total Recall, yes, Predator, and Running Man. You know, all sci-fi movies, all in that same like four or five year window. Then this this came out the same year as uh, Running Man, didn't it? I can't remember if Running Man was 89 or 90, but it was right around the same time. It was right around, yeah. So, you know, I think, and this is Total Recall to me. I mean, shared by a lot of people, apparently, is a total, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 82% positive rating. Yeah, I I mean, it's. I love this freaking movie. It's an enjoyable film. I mean, from start to finish, it is. Okay, first off, it's a mindfuck type movie. Okay, You're, you're literally not supposed to know. If it's real or if it's Memorex. It's I mean, it's just, end. that's the whole fucking movie. Yeah, even at the end. 87. 87? Okay. So <clears throat> For the running man, 87. Hey, so this All right, so we were a couple years off. We're a couple years Whatever. Off. It doesn't matter. Same time frame. Yeah. You're looking late 80s, early 90s. Yes. Um, and this is really kind of towards the end of the super big action hero guy. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of the other ones were, they were still coming out. Like I said, I think it was up against one of the Rambos, or maybe the other movie was a, up against a Rambo. Doesn't matter. But they were still coming out, but they weren't they, they, as this popular. Was, this was this was the twilight. This was the. I mean, you were starting to move more into. I mean, it was only two years off from the Crow. Mm-hmm. So, and that was a completely different genre that was coming in. Yes. Which is in our suppository. 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 So check it out. Um. What? What's wrong? <laughs> Crow. <laughs> like. The beginning of every, you know, emo teenagers, you know, I'm going to get all dark and look at the ground menacingly and kill things. Okay, fine. Oh, 30 years later, we're still doing that shit. Yeah. It's just movies, just just like music. It all ended in the the, uh, early 90s. It all went. And speaking of Schwarzenegger. Well, thanks, Tom. You're Thanks talk. for that uplifting. <laughs> by the way, you don't you don't uh, consider this uplifting moment brought to you by <laughs> this uplifting moment brought to you by Preparation H. Okay, what's I up? was thinking of uh, the duckpin.com. The duckpin.com. <laughs> We're gonna have a new segment starting this week: uplifting moments uplifting. with Tom. <laughs> presented by if, sponsored the duckpin. by duckpin. There we go. If you'd, That's like, <laughs> if you'd like more uplifting moments, <laughs> go to duckpin.com. <laughs> Dotards. <laughs> so yeah. So you're saying? So Terminator 2 came out the year after this, which I think is one of Schwarzenegger's, yeah, like... Terminator 2 is the best out of the Terminator series. Yes. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's a given. Easily. I mean, followed by one. One was good. If one you go back and watch really it, really good. one was good, but two... One was just grittier than was. two was. Two, they had gotten some of the CGI down by mm-hmm. the time two came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was still, you know, very early. I mean, the, uh, the oil slick... Terminator um, played, who was that played by? Robert Patrick, right? Sounds right. I think it was Robert Patrick. I think that's his name. Um, 
Will Slick Terminator. <laughs> what the fuck do you want to call him? <laughs> I thought he was like Mercury. Okay. I like Oil Slick Terminator. Well, Oil Slick Terminator is better than <laughs> Whatever. This is, the, this is the Exxon Valdez Terminator. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of Exxon Valdez. Uh, oh, look at this shit. I'm just reading this. What? What? Are, instead of doing the podcast? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, some of the reviews. They, some, they, some of the reviews. Tom Apollo talking, oh, well, so I'm just going to read this. <laughs> <laughs> we have new reviews? No, 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 no. It's all about reviews the, of the movie. The movie, Total uh, Recall. Okay. <laughs> After Tom's uplifting moment. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right. No, like, no, like you know, we love this movie. This is a guy where you're talking about like you know, movies that mark action heroes. We love this movie, but you also have the other side of the coin. You have the early Me Too people, okay? Speaking of which, they're not early, dude. These are people that put these fucking reviews in like two days ago. Or are you talking about critics? Critics. Oh, okay. Sorry. Then they probably were Me Too assholes. See, feminist cultural critic Susan Falucci. Falucci. Called it one Susan of Fallucci. Fallucci called it one of a endless stream of war and action movies in to which women are reduced to mute and incidental characters or banished altogether. This dumb broad. She needs to lower her place. Suit up. We did discuss this during our Running Man episode. Where we talked about how the woman in the show was literally just put there for Schwarzenegger to kiss her at the end. That was the only reason the woman was in the story at all. Not to level with Steven Seagal having a woman in there for him to, just to fornicate. Force, force himself <laughs> force upon her. Every, every so fucking movie. So Steven he can Seagal check up done. her dress, fondle her on screen <laughs> in most uncomfortable ways. Yes, dude. So far. <laughs> that scene under siege with her and uh, um, Donna, whatever. Uh, and you figured his wife Erica is on Linear. the fucking set at the same time <laughs> watching him do it. And he's like a 13-year-old in a movie theater on his first date. Jesus <laughs> on his first boom. Erica Linnea's got to take it. <laughs> she got to take it all. Fucking Eric Hilarity. If you don't want to do it, there's someone across the hall that wants to do it. Yeah, dude. You All these movies are in our suppository, by the way, if you want to go check them out. <laughs> he throws down the movie script. And there's a scene written in crayon. So <laughs> <laughs> call Field Booby. I want Booby in the scene. Fucking idiot. Scotch taped in there. Why does it say broad must do it with super action guy? Who's super action guy? (laughs) That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, fuck. All right. I I thought thought what's her name was actually a pretty strong female character in this movie. Who? Um, What's her name? uh, (laughs) Melina? What's her name? Yeah, she was a strong female lead. What the fuck was her name? Now, let me ask you this question before we go on. What was Arnold Schwarzenegger's character name in this movie? <laughs> Quaid. Quaid. Quaid, yeah, Quaid. Douglas Quaid. Sorry. Quat. Ooh. You remember Douglas Quaid. Perfect. You forget every other name in the movie. You literally just watched. <laughs> okay. So you brought up uh, Predator. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> As one of these uh, movies that, that, that you love about Schwarzenegger. Well, we discussed it in our Predator episode that the entire cast pretty much got sick during yeah, Predator. Yeah, same thing happened here. The same thing happens here. <laughs> the only two people that didn't get sick were Schwarzenegger and Ronald Schusett. Schusett? I don't know how to say that. Sorry. And it was basically Arnold was being very cautious because of Predator. He got <laughs> sick on Predator, so he brought his own water, yeah. like and everything else. And Schusett knew that the water was no good, so anytime oh. he went to go eat, he would boil the water and everything. You got the part where this was filmed, this like this, in Mexico, in Mexico City, like the, the train set and all that was. Uh. You know, everybody thinks it's a few tricks. It was Mexico City. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I, I did find that interesting. Since you did bring up Predator, I figured I'd throw it out there. What's her name? <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, before we went on that diatribe, we were talking about how this movie was kind of supposed to be like a mindfuck type movie. Yes, mindfuck type movie. Where uh, you essentially have him going to this memory implant place. And see, we're seeing the movie mostly through his eyes. So we don't know at the end. At the end, they specifically, instead of fading to black, yeah, they fade to white. And that was basically to throw the audience off to sit there and say, hey, uh, you know, is well, this waking up from a dream? Is he... Is he got? Does he have a? Um, is he having an embolism or some <laughs> other fucking shit? Because that's what they said. If he does, if he doesn't do what they tell him to do, he's gonna have uh, what an, uh, an embolism or, or some Somewhere, kind of yeah. brain infarction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> infarction. <laughs> I don't remember. Infarction. Yeah, it is an embol. I can't remember what kind of. I forget what it was. Embolism or something. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. They say that he's gonna have, and see, basically. The one thing that they kept on saying in this movie was they pre-tell you everything that's going to happen. Yes. They tell you, yeah, exactly. You're so, going to go to Mars. You'd be a secret agent on Mars. Yeah. Right. Now, the only question that, that you know, makes you want to think that it's real is that he's having these dreams about Molina mm-hmm. before he goes to recall. Mm-hmm. And they, they say that everything that happens before a recall is real. Everything after recall, they'll never t- they never really say if it was real or if it was recall. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is he's having dreams about this woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it seems extremely odd that they would have that woman's face at recall. But at the same time, yeah, because it was he's having the dream of him falling down the hill mm-hmm. and suffocating on yeah. Mars. Mm-hmm. So it it doesn't it's it's almost <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. If that was real, if he's having a real dream before he goes to recall having a dream about going to Mars and then suffocating with this woman, you know, what the fuck? Is he a mutant? Because it doesn't make any damn sense. All the GHs get puffed into him and turn into a mutant. Well, we didn't even talk about the mutants, really. Yeah, we the did. The mutants on Mars. Yeah. I mean, we talked about... Cool concept. How it reminds me of Ray Bradbury's, um, his sci-fi short, um, their skin... Who was it? Because it was about humans colonizing Mars, but because they're living on Mars and eating, like, the vegetables there, they're slowly mutating as well. I love that. Yeah, well, conceptually, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, you're going to pick up any kind of uh, uh, viruses and everything else on that planet, which was something that... uh, I'll wait for that. That, that, that comes up again in Stargate. I have Stargate on the brain because I've already watched that for next week's review. And it is just mind. Yeah, we're gonna be having fun with that. Only got a few more minutes of this episode. Okay. In terms of time. So uh, I don't know. Is there any uh, anything that you wanted to throw out there, Tom? You've been vastly quiet through this episode. Well, what do you Stargate? <laughs> what uh? So do you guys think it was part of his dream, or do you think it was real? I mean, I think. I wonder if the whole thing wasn't... I mean, they say that the beginning is real, but I don't know how the beginning could even be real Mm -hmm. if he's foreseeing that. Unless, of course, then again, if he came from Mars and he was a mutant, it just didn't look like he was a mutant, then he might have psychic abilities, which would explain the dream that he was having at the beginning. Well, he's got his eight-foot-inch cock that he wraps around his leg as well. That's his mutant term. Well, that could be it, too. I I mean, they don't show the cock. Unfortunately, they don't show the cock, but that could be a true thing. Now, I, I mean, honestly, that if and then if he's from Mars, which would give him the psychic ability to see the future, then he would have to have then it would have to be real. I would say that it was real. And I go to the scene where he was looking at the doctor sweating. Why would recall put their own like why would they insert themselves into that type of sequence if their entire purpose is to prevent him to thinking that that exists. They're supposed to be making it real, but why would they insert something that would make him think of recall and where he's at? It doesn't make sense. Well, I think... Which would, in, which would increase the chances of him having an embolism. 
Well, with him having the the sweat. Yes. There, there's two thoughts. Well, they're inserting the recall in there. They're re- re- they're inserting the idea that he was at recall to begin with. Okay. You know, I think that you know runs contrary to them wanting him to come back. Like, but if we're supposed to believe that everything up to recall was definitely real, real, right? Then we know that he went to recall. Mm-hmm. Them going and bringing recall into it to bring him out because he's going, his brain is he's seizing. They need to bring him out, so they put they send this guy mm-hmm. in there to guide him out of his delusion. I mean, I, I'm not catching what you're. I see. Down. I see what you're saying. I just think that the dangers of him having an embolism. Like having inserting recall as part of this the storyline, like if you want him to come out of it, I don't see the point of them inserting recall as part of the storyline to begin with. From the point where he went the recall, did the shots, one <coughs> one of the the machine. To me, <coughs> recall should have ended there. And so then. you think that that why? Did, because they say they literally say the doctor says that he's writing his own story. That he's off the tracks. Well, I guess yeah, I can see that. And he said, "You, you know, you have gone off the tracks. You're writing your own story at this point in time. So it wouldn't stop just because he shoots the guy in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, the sweat. Mm-hmm. There's two trains of thought on that. Either you know he's real and he's scared shitless mm-hmm. and he's trying to play it off, mm-hmm. like we like we are assuming, or." He's it's in a hot room and he just started sweating. <laughs> it just it just happened. There. I mean, he just saw Sharon Stone's Playboy. Now, <laughs> and, but you do know that they managed to get the guy who was in the commercials for the recall mm-hmm. to come in and do this. Mm-hmm. So I thought that that was an interesting additional no. step to do. You're so right. does are they literally going to take the guy who does the commercial and fly him to Mars to fake being there to get him to call, come out? I mean that's another way to look at it. I mean yeah. you can you can go back and forth on whether it's real or yeah. not. Now I prefer to believe that it's real. Everybody does. And that Schwarzenegger, like I said, was a mutant, which was why he was having these dreams of these premonition dreams of what was going to happen when he got there. Or you know, or you could say that it wasn't real because you know, who in their right mind would you know end up Duck. shooting Sharon Stone? Honey, <laughs> you wouldn't hurt me. Would you, sweetheart? Sweetheart, be reasonable. After all, we're married. Consider that a divorce. <laughs> they actually changed that scene. Oh, they did? Did you happen to see that online? No, they changed I didn't that read that. scene because <laughs> originally it was written that he says, consider this a divorce, and then shoots her. But they said that they thought that was too cruel. And I'm sitting here thinking, she literally has tried to kill him multiple yeah. times, and he's going to shoot her in the head and give a fuck. Well, I'm sure I mean, that would have won over well with feminist cultural critic Susan <laughs> Faludi, who said women are reduced to mutant and this character. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, so... Um, uh, I, I, thought, I thought it was a dream. The whole, the whole thing. You can go either way. There, I don't think there's a wrong answer. No, no, no. I, but uh, I think the whole sweating thing was. He saw Sharon inci- Sands. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it's incident. Like it, I, I recall an episode of the Batman uh, cartoon. I forget what it was called. The one that was aired in the early '90s. Mm-hmm. Batman says that uh, he can read in a dream, and and he said I shouldn't be able to read because reading is part of the the. No, he couldn't read because reading is part of the left brain and whatever. I can read in my dreams. I don't. I don't know what he's talking about. The when 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 he went and to get those vacation memories, just like real events affect your dreams, I imagine what you think of in your dreams could affect your your recall vacation. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the fact that the guy says you're writing your own story, you know, he's inserting things that he has thought of already, and how it gets more outlandish as it goes on. It's it starts out as oh look chasing blah 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 and it ends up with with Mars being terraformed mm-hmm. for no reason like why didn't they do that before I mean it was like oh don't do this you, and then uh, it happens to be a good thing I mean why would it because it's, he was, it's very because outlandish Co Hagen was charging people for air well the, like I said it the, the steps the steps that that end up at the end of the movie it's it's more 
outrageous as they go on, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, anytime you have a, an, a uh, roller coaster ride of excitement and thrilling adventure, it's just going to keep getting faster and stronger as you get towards the climax. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so I do want to oh, say. Wait a minute. I do. Oh, go, go for it, buddy. No, no, no. I, didn't, I thought you were ending. Well, we were about to because we got about three or four minutes. Well, uh, we can go over a couple minutes. It, I just wanted to say, and, and we just talked about Susan Faludi, the one who said that women were relegated. Also, yes. I want to bring something else up about her. In the terror dream, Faludi analyzes the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks in light of prior American experience going back to insecurity on the historical American frontier. Faludi argues that a 9-11 reinvigorated in America's climate that is hostile to women. Women are viewed as weak and best suited to playing support roles for the men who protect them from attack. The book was called a (laughs) tendacious, self-important, sloppily reasoned work (laughs) that gives feminism a bad name. Feminism gives feminism a bad name. Holy fuck. All right, go ahead, Paul. Well, if you're going to look at it that way, I mean, wouldn't be more an attack on, you know, America's genitalia? I mean, we, you know, on man, man's, I mean, we have two dicks coming out of the uh, skyline of fucking New York, <laughs> and they took planes to take those motherfuckers they, they down. Yeah, those spouses went down. They took down our double-dicked fucking New York. Anyway, uh, I have two things left. Can we build a bigger one? <laughs> <laughs> we will come back bigger and massive and fuck you even harder. Anyway, uh, I had two things left. We, I started talking about it early. Um, the reason that Schwarzenegger wanted to work with uh, Verhoeven was because originally Schwarzenegger was supposed to play RoboCop. Yeah. But he couldn't fit into the costume. He was too big to fit into the damn costume. Uh, and they had a lot of problems moving around in it. And he really enjoyed working with Verhoeven, and he thought he did a great job on mm-hmm. RoboCop. He, he said that was one of the movies that he really... Uh, wish that he had gotten to play the role. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, that was one of the big reasons they brought him in. And the only other thing I had was the fact that uh, Coca-Cola is advertised soft drink yeah. on Earth, mm-hmm. and on Mars you Pepsi. see ads only for Pepsi. Yep. So I was sitting there trying to you know contemplate what that means, and that just means that Coke drinkers are better than Pepsi drinkers mm-hmm. because the people on Mars are trash. <laughs> So I, I will take that. <laughs> or, or Pepsi is the rebel cola. <laughs> People on Mars are, are trash. What do you get the movie, Paul? Uh, I am going to go nine on this. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. Total Recall. I've always loved it. And this is two weeks in a row with high fucking marks for me. Yes, it is. Uh, I love Total Recall. It, it's, it's gritty. It's awesome. It's fucking, it's for the time, the mm-hmm. CGI is pretty decent mm-hmm. where it comes up. Um, the realistic effects are great. Um, the yeah. the violence, I loved the violence oh. at the time. Oh, and, yes. And, I mean, now I'm older <laughs> and more wiser. I really appreciate the violence at yes. this point. <laughs> yes, I, I, I like how the men protect the women from the violence as well. Especially, what's her name? <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate how they uh, completely... Disavow- disavowed all women and <laughs> their inequities. They were either silent or got shot. <laughs> yep. Or they were just there for, you know, comic relief. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to mention how hot I thought the midget was. Holy you shit, did. dude. Oh, I did. You I did. I said I got a mini. You did. Short stack. You I spent short five stack, minutes maybe. on three breasts. I, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but that's it, dude. Hot midgets. Three titty ladies. <laughs> yes. I mean... What more can you ask Mutants. for? You know, and, and guns and shooting and yes. explosions and... Kwatu. Kwatu. And feminists don't like it, which which has to be in this movie is awesome. <laughs> it's fantastic. The woman who blamed 9-11 on misogyny <laughs> hated this movie, so what more can you say? <laughs> she looks like Mick Jagger. So in, her, in, in, in her interpretation, that's not two cocks coming up. In New York. That was a lady's legs hanging up in the air. They were trying to get those fucking planes right in the middle. But instead, they kneecapped her. Doesn't she look like Mick Jagger? Oh, my God. (laughs) Tom, what do you give the movie? Uh, An eight. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to go with nine. 
It's yeah. I, I could watch this movie, and I did over and over again. I think right. I watched it once and a half. Once and a half. Well, yeah, I started watching it in the last it week. In the last week, I mean. I mean, I I was going to watch it again last night, but got unfortunately I wasted my time starting to watch that America piece of garbage. God, that sucks. Well, Netflix is kind of you know whatever. So now I give it a, I give it a nine. Short one of the classic Schwarzenegger movies I think about. I yeah. could watch it anytime. We'll never one, get bored. One of his it. big what five or six franchises. Yeah, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's it's massive. So anyway. Uh, thanks for joining us. Next week, we're going to come back with uh, movie two of Sci-Fi July. Sci-Fi July. Kind of taking a uh, right turn here in terms of movie quality. You won't, won't want to miss Stargate. Bye-bye. <laughs>